A battle raged at the end of the first tournament. The forces of Earthrealm were facing their greatest challenge. Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 26 of the Turbo Duo Cast. I'm your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He is the oral assassin. He puts the ass in classic gaming. Everybody is trying to e-write the third. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. And becoming a regular member of the Turbo Duo Cast is the little man, the big man himself, still with the RWX... Bracelet. I still got mine too. Oh, I, I took mine off. Is Salvatore Thomas Mata Superstar Soccer Mata? Wow. In the building. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in at once. Pause. It's a big deal, Sal. What What happened yesterday? You uh, played in what? My tournament. Soccer tournament. Mm-hmm. And how'd you guys do? We did good, and that was we were in second place. Second place, we did went, very, very well. Went all the way to the final game, only lost in overtime, mm-hmm. right? Versus the orange. Versus the orange team, who was really great. Boo. Well, you know, somebody's <laughs> got to win, right? But they got a nice trophy, and uh, they did great. We were proud of the little guys. So, congratulations, Sal. And on to it. So this is a uh, sort of un- unconventional episode for the past two years. Well, no, it's a convention episode. Because it's a convention episode. And um, we were we were blessed with the opportunity to finally go to a convention for the first time in, uh, in a couple of years. It so, was Retro World Expo. As you can see by the title of this episode, it was the Retro Whoa. World Expo 2021, which is now how many have they had? This has got to be number seven. Uh, well, you skip a year, and then you add a year. Yeah, it could be six or seven. Six yeah. or seven, because I think it was uh, 2015. It was 15 that I went with you when we were at the uh, was it Wallingford? Yeah, they did the first two there, <clears> I think. <throat> and I missed the year before. You went to the one year before. Sal had the flu that year that I went, and I got <laughs> lambasted for going. You but... went for like ten minutes. You're like. <laughs> Gone. All right, I got every. I got three things. I'm out. <laughs> you were good about it, though. You came back with me, um, and then the little guy came the next year, the following year, which was the first year at the convention center in Hartford. So oh, Hartford. We were there today. Uh, yeah. Yesterday. So if you guys weren't there, um, just to describe it, I mean, the the vibe was really good. It was, you know, it's um, it was just like being back in 2019, like a, a y'all whole, know the vibes. A whole a whole decade before, and um, there were. I would say there were more games there this year than I've ever seen. What would you? What, yeah, would, what, what I, say I, you, Trent? Yeah, I felt like there was way more vendors there this this time around, which is awesome to I think see. Just more people are in the game, so to speak, EA Sports style. You know, I know, and um, you know, it was great to catch up with friends too. That's one thing about these these uh, conventions when we're able to get to them, and that's why we feel so lucky to be there because. You get to catch up with all the people that you knew before that you that you've been in the you've been in the game with, uh, no pun intended, and um, a lot of your friends that kind of do the retro gaming scene. Because let's face it, in our daily lives, in your work life, I mean, how many people are you running into that do you know retro video games and you can have these conversations about? So just the aspect of going to these places, just to talk about retro video games with other peers that that do the same thing that are 
in their 30s or in their 40s, right? Um, to be able to do that is, is kind of few and far between. So it was great uh, catching up with everybody. You know, like I said, it's been it's been two years since we've been able to do this because of the pandemic. And, you know, we're, we're kind of humbled by that opportunity because there's a chance. I mean, we realize now that that this might not exist. Right. And um, so we just feel great about that. Thanks to to Ryan and the crew over at uh, Retro Games Plus. They did an awesome job, um, including, you know, Chris, who, who, who put on the show. So, um, you know, we're, we're you know, we thank those guys for putting it on because without them, show doesn't happen guys so um you know if you know those guys reach out to them say thank you it's the retro um retro games plus guys they've got store locations in orange they've got a, a location in norwalk newington connecticut and they're also in huntington beach california so if you're out there check out and if you're near huntington beach check out retro games plus out there just a little plug for those guys because they're awesome um you know i i learned trend that people come from all over the u.s to be vendors at the show Oh, really? I yeah. mean, I figured from, like, New York, Boston, Mass. So, so I met a guy who's who's who came to the show for the first time, and he said he came because his buddy came up from uh, from Maryland okay. to be a vendor at the oh, show. Oh, like his friend from Maryland. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that, and that's, that's not like, a, you know, a, a cakewalk. I mean, going from Maryland is... Uh, I mean, especially if you got to bring all your supply with that's you. That's what I'm you saying, know? you know, so that's a, pretty, that's a pretty long drive to get there, so... You know, RWX is a is a growing thing, and it's just great to see that people are coming from all over the place to, uh, you know, to be a part of it. You know, we had not only vendors, but we've got content creators that have been there, and of course, that was the years past. But you know, they're still coming too, and they're they're getting you know some of the getting big, big, yeah, bigger the, names, the big the big hitters. Wasn't uh, was Metal Jesus there? He was. Yeah, my friend said he had a a line like for hours. Did he really to, to do like you know oh, like a meet and meet and greet type what, of thing? Yeah. I was yeah, like, wow, man, <laughs> serious. It is. So, anyways, so uh, we feel blessed. Bravo to you guys. Great job. Um, you know, I, I feel like um, you know, with we've talked about Trent how the pandemic kind of brought prices higher. I think we saw some of that at the show too, where a lot of the big hitters were even larger, and and some of the games that were sort of you know twenty thirty dollar games were 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 fifty dollar games today or yesterday when we went to the show. Daddy. Yes, so. We're gonna get to the games. <laughs> we're gonna get to all the games. Hey, hey, can we can we get to the games? <laughs> we're just we're just setting the table. We're just setting the table. We just set the table. Well, yeah, figuratively we set we're setting the table though. Literally, we set the table before we started recording. So, I love I, I love you though. Thank you so much for for expressing that. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, that was beautiful. Anyways, um, I mean, I, uh, overall, I didn't see too many. I'm not saying anything was outlandish. Prices. I'm saying that yeah, yeah, you, know, you you saw that trend move forward. So with yeah. with with the pandemic pricing going up, you saw that reflect in the in some of the stuff that we, you know, that we were looking at at the show too. Yeah, I feel like I which know, is understandable. I know more about the prices now than I did a few years ago. I feel like I'm up on, up on mo- mo- most of the most of the price. Well, you're finding a lot more out in the wild when you're doing your, you know, yeah, your, your hunting, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'll just there'll be days where I'll just randomly look up some games I already have or whatever just to see what they're going for. So, my comment to that though, and I guess why I wanted to mention it is cuz I feel like like we saw a lot of games and my my thought and my my query mm. is that is it possible that people are buying less games because of the prices going up and it's it's causing a kind of a glut in terms of supply for you know these retro games where okay well 
normally you might get two or three games, but now you only bought one in general. Like, you know one, what I mean? For, one high price. game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, I saw a lot of high price games that I was like, how are they going to sell all those? Because even yeah. for the, even for the avid collector to spend, some of these games are going for a thousand dollars or more. Some of these really choice games, you know, it's, it, it used to be a rare thing where a game was higher than 300 bucks. Yeah, you know, they, now there's a lot. That was a rare thing. Now it seems like a much more regular thing, where it's like, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, fifty, eight, fifty. You're seeing that a lot more commonplace, and I just, what I feel like is going to happen, and, and you tell me your thoughts on this, but I feel like it's going to create this glut of supply, and that there's going to be a tipping point where everything just starts to starts to come come down a little bit. Price wise, I, I wow. really feel like it's going to get to the point because, <clears throat> think about it, like. And we'll get to it with the games, but we've talked about how we're getting to the point in our in our gaming collecting, right, over the past decade where we kind of feel like there's 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 really not much not left. a whole lot that we're trying to obtain and and even still it's like our energy level about spending that much money <laughs> for things is kind of waning a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like if that's happening with you and me, it's happening with and I t- I spoke with a few a few friends at the show who who said the same? I was talking to Samurai Sam, and he and he expressed the same exact thing. Was, you know, it's like at this point, you know, he's like buying dioramas, you know, <laughs> which is like I'm buying Gundam figures. Yeah, now. it's like that. That's like I feel like that's my next step is like you know buying those really cool three dimensional dioramas of like game scenes that you know make you feel all warm and toasty. Oh uh, man, I don't know. I guess it depends on yeah. I guess it depends on what level uh, of a collector you are and. How much well, you if you're John Hancock, you got to have everything. <laughs> Which he was at the show, wasn't he? Uh, sure, maybe. maybe? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I mean, I physically didn't see any of the like, you know, famous YouTube channel personalities there. Yeah. But I mean, I, I the only one I remember seeing was Metal Jesus's booth, but he wasn't there. He had already, he had already like closed done, down, done his thing. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, but I guess it depends on where you are in your collecting. If you're just getting started, I guess you you might go for some of the s- smaller games that are more affordable right now and then it's like when when you've got like those ones out of the way then you can start going for the higher priced ones i feel like i feel like you know getting into retro gaming was a cool thing five six seven eight years ago because you could get the choice games for a system like the good the really good ones for not too much money now now i feel to get even like the best games for the system you're gonna have to spend a pretty penny to get to get the the real experiences on each, like say like the top ten games for each system. Yeah, you're gonna have to spend for it now. Yeah, you know, like you for like Genesis, you're like Streets of Rage. Right. It, that that was all, that, like that all was all of them are fifty plus. That was a twenty dollar <laughs> game two years ago. You <laughs> yeah. know, two, two and, and a half like, years ago. I mean, Contra hardcore, hardcore like hundred sixty, right? Castle Castlevania. You know, <laughs> so. Anyways, that's just kind of an observation. So it's interesting to see where we go from here because I do feel like there's this glut of supply considering the amount of, of quantity we saw. And I think that people are just going to start buying less. And you think about our generation, right? Well, you've got a decade of, of real hardcore collecting, you know, where it's really blown up since, like, I would say that, you know, the early 2010s. Yeah. Where we're all kind of getting to that place. So, like, what happens with that supplier when somebody wants to sell something and there's no buyer on the other end? You know, it's going to have to bring that that price down. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm sure the which price is good. Will, that that'll be a good thing when it happens. Yeah, I'm sure it will go down a little bit. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You just, I mean, you think think about like other collecting, like 
action figures and stuff. I mean, they've always kind of that's probably this, a similar held analog. their value. They've they've dipped here and there, but they've always kind of held their value. Like, but I mean, I'm just speaking GI Joe, Star Wars, wrestling figures. Well, you would know more on that. Yeah, then. I mean, their their value hasn't decreased much. You know, I mean, it's the same with video games. It's it's got, a lot of them have gone up crazy prices. The thing I I want to mention though that's different about video games especially disc based video games and, and and my friend Andrew you know said this yesterday while we were talking is there's a shelf life for disc based video games maybe not necessarily cartridge ones but a figure is not going to disintegrate and not be able to be used after a while you yeah. know what I mean so what happens to that market and maybe maybe that makes that market that much more accelerated because now there's going to be less supply you know, out in the wild because these things are going to start to go bad. Maybe that's the case too, you know? So it's just, it's interesting to see where this is going to go. Um, the, the one thing I would say is be resourceful guys, you know, um, don't jump at the first thing just because you want to or, ha- or got to have it. Take your time and look for deals and even look to, to, you know, piece things together. Cause you can do it that way sometimes too. And look for lots, you know, lots are great ways to, to pick up a bunch of stuff at once and um, get good value. So with or, that, with that being said, did you have another comment? No, I was going to say like, if you're at a convention and you're looking, if you're just like looking around and then like a game catches your eye, if it's not a, a need and it's more just like a want, like you don't, you don't think it's one of those games that no one's really going to pick up anyway, just walk around for a few hours and then come back and then you know, try to try to haggle if it's like forty, like, right? Just be like, hey man, I don't I don't really need this game, but I'll give you thirty bucks for it, right? You know, you got to you got to act as if, yeah. You can't you can't be wanting, <laughs> yeah, because that's how they get you. Well, and you've had a lot of luck with with the bins. Like you found stuff in the past. Like you found that Joe and Mac one year, and they had it for like I don't know five bucks. Yeah, it was just yeah. like a closeout. And, and they ha- and sometimes they'll have bins out there of just like games that they think are sort of throwaways. And you can find some good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. one of the games I found, I think, was a, is a is a nice is a is a great game, but you wouldn't, you know, you it's kind of in the middle, right? And so sometimes you'll find that stuff in a bin. You know what I mean? Like a, like like a Joe and Mac. Like, well, I'm gonna mention oh, oh, it. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like previously. No, no, no. But like, there were a lot of those bins out there, you know, and there were people cutting deals too on certain things. Yeah, I so. got the Joe and Mac, and I think I got the Super Hang On in that that's same. A, bin. That's great. Yeah, for like a couple bucks each. Yeah, I know that Joe and Mac is. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's like a thirty dollar game now, maybe. Yep. For the cart. That's and that's the one to get. So yeah, it's a good game too. Real solid. So with that being said, uh, before we get into the into the games, okay. Before we're, we get into we're, games, we're gonna set the table. We're gonna set it a little bit more. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, Sal. I wanted to ask you, you. first, and then uh, we'll ask Uncle Trenton. But uh, favorite thing about the show and least favorite thing about the show this year. Ooh, wow. I'll put you on the spot. Least favorite? Least favorite thing about the show and your favorite thing about the show. My favorite thing was I I saw a bunch of Atari Jaguar games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's good. I don't think anybody would think that, you know, anybody would say that. So that's that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's because they're just. Highlander on Jaguar CD. I yeah, saw that one. And Mist. Yeah, this guy had just had a bunch of them just like sitting there. Like, yeah, NBA Jam. Super Burnout. The like, the the best version of NBA Jam. I think it had Ultra Vortex in too. existence. I don't. I mean. I mean. I guess technically that's my favorite. I, mean, I was just. I just. I just wanted. To, that's all right. I just wanted to be there. You know. I was like, even if I don't get anything, I'm just like looking through all this stuff. Like but that's the thing things. that I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. Is is that shit got me mad. This is these conventions are part of our culture, right? It's not just about the games. It's about everything that comes with them and. 
And so I just feel incredibly blessed and grateful that we were able to go to this thing and enjoy it. So I'm so I'm, I was excited about that. And just connecting, right, is, 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 is a great thing. And just talking about games. And did you meet anybody who was a Jaguar head? No, just that when when we were getting our ticket, that guy was like, "Yo, where'd you get that backpack? I want that backpack <laughs> now." My, I had my Atari Jaguar backpack on because that's what you need at a convention to put all your games in. Absolutely, <laughs> the skinniest the backpack that you possibly yeah. can find. Fill the Jag bag. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a segment on the show called called Fill the Jag bag the ja- or What's in the Jag, what's bag? In the jag bag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can only be Atari Atari related items. <laughs> I don't know favorite thing. I don't know if there was like a. That's our least favorite. Least favorite, yeah. I don't know if there was a... or something that something that you just or something you, th- you think is a throwaway or something that is you think getting old or you know something they should change about it or anything. Oh, about the expo. Yeah. Well, what do you think I'm talking about? No, I know. I just I don't know if there was anything I. Dis- I like all of it. I don't know if there was anything I disliked. I mean, I guess you could you could just say like prices, but that's not really no like, no 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 no. I don't know, man. I I don't. I think it was great. I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was been so long since we've been to one that it was just like anything would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Did you have something you disliked? Maybe. <laughs> Is it a person, place, or thing? <laughs> 20 questions. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, well, I can I can talk about it now. I mean, so my favorite thing about the show was the people and the vendors. Um, you know, just to name a few, a few people like... Um, you know who you are, Kyle, Steve, Sam, Ryan, Kevin, Andrew, Noah. I mean, the list goes on, but um, you know, those are some of the people we connected with, and just awesome to talk with our friends and and be able to chit chat people we haven't seen in eighteen to twenty two months, and and um, you know, finally able to to connect and chat and be able to t- just talk old video games, man. Right, this is our history. This is what we know. This is what we do. This is, uh, you know, how we grew up and, and uh, to be able to share that with other people, to connect socially, that's what life is all about. And to be able to do that in this setting is is a, a beautiful thing. So obviously you can tell I appreciated being there. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and then vendors making deals. There were vendors, there were vendors making deals. Like for, you know, what we've talked about in the past, you know, having, you know, driving hard bargains. It seemed like even though the prices are elevated, there were vendors more willing to make deals this year than I've seen in the past, so. and that, so? that, yeah, and that's what kind of that's what kind of gets me thinking that, you know, maybe maybe there's a there's a something turning here about the retro game market where vendors are feeling some pressure to to start bringing things down a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's like you're there to sell. You got that's the thing, right? <laughs> so I mean, you know, I I saw some stuff where you know people could have gotten much more online, but they were willing to sell it for less you know, in person, you know, and it cuts out a lot of the crap, a lot of the, you don't got to pay tax, but you also don't have to haggle like online. You just say, Hey, listen, I'll pay you this. Will you take it or not? It's yes or no. And that's cool. If it's yes, it's cool. If it's no, it's not cool. It's cool. In the words of Paul Mooney, you know? Yeah. It's also like, yeah. when you like ask about, well, cause a lot of people don't put the prices on some of the games and then it's, I understand it's not just, doing no, that. No, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying when they don't put the price on the game, like, oh, how much is this game? Oh, let me look it up. Yeah, then you're like, oh, come on, man. (laughs) They like they pull up. I know what it costs online. You need to tell me what you want for it. They pull up like the price charting. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Once you do that, you know what grinds my gears. (laughs) So that's your least favorite thing about the show. Yeah, it's when they they gotta like when the oh is there one guy that no I'm gonna talk about Uh, that. Believe me, you ask me if I have a least favorite thing. I said, yes, maybe. <laughs> Any other comments? 
Well, no, I mean, it's going to be on that. <laughs> well, we can talk about it when I talk about it. Yeah. So my least favorite thing about the show was, well, what did I say my favorite thing was? The people uh, and the vendors? Yeah. My least favorite thing was the people and the vendors. <laughs> the, Specifically. Both of these things can be true at the same yeah, time. Yeah, two <laughs> things can be true at the same time, just as Ben Shapiro says. So the people and the vendors, more so the vendor, and I say the vendor, because there was <laughs> really only one. There's always one. I'm talking about you. Yeah, and you know who I'm talking about if you're watching this, and you probably aren't, and it's because you're a faker. So <laughs> there's this one guy, and I've, I saw him at the last show, too. So you already knew what you were getting into. You know, can't expect a different result. You know, it's been a couple of years. He may have changed. People, we don't, all, we people all have, don't change. We all have grown. Some wider. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that, but he, yeah, okay. Well, well, we went there. So, where do I start here? So, when I when I go up to see a game that I want, right, I, I, I will generally look and see what it's going for online because I want to get a deal, right? We're at a convention and, you know, even if it's the same price as online, but I don't have to worry about taxes or any of that nonsense, I still might do it depending on how badly I want the game, right? So he had a Golden Axe 1 complete in the box. And I, I don't have that game itself. I have it on the six-pack, unfortunately, which is one of my favorite games on Genesis. So I would like to remedy that. And it's going for about, on average, about 40 online. And usually usually a little cheaper, a few bucks yeah, cheaper. Too. Yeah, maybe. And and so he had it for 50 And I said... I said, boss. I said, listen. You said, hey, no disrespect. No disrespect, but it's <laughs> it's going for forty online. You know, you have it listed for fifty. Can you do any better than that? And he goes, ah, uh, well, I I think I could do like forty five. Okay, well, listen. If it's going for forty online and you're charging more than that, what is my incentive to order it from you? I get it. It's right there in person, but. You can't go more than that. So, all right, fine. Uh, I'm going to pass. What's the next, <laughs> next thing that they have that I'm interested in? <laughs> Expendable for Dreamcast. That's a great game that I a good game that I want for Dreamcast <clears throat> that I don't have. It's one of my only ones that I don't have that I want aside from Gunbird 2. And so, they have this is the most egregious one. So, they have a case, they have a case, right? And it's a glass case, so you can't physically touch the game all you see is the spine all you see is the spine and then there's a sticker a little sticker on the spine and it said it said 25 dollars. okay well you know what expendable is going for about 25 maybe 30 online between there so 25 if i could get it for 20 that would be a, a i think a really good deal right agreed so he pulls it out pause correct he pulls it out and then turns it over. He's got a $40 sticker on the front cover. Hey, what's going on here? Talk about sleight of hand. I go, I go, I go, you got a $40 sticker. Now I'm getting, I'm getting upset, right? <laughs> I'm starting to boil. You, yeah, because Golden Axe happened and then now we're out on Expendable. So he's got a $40 sticker on the Get front. Get the spaghetti out. I I'm s- boiling. Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw it right in his mouth. So I'm like, okay, you got a $40 sticker here and a $25 sticker here. Which price is it? I said it just like that. Which price is it? What's, what are we doing here? Oh, oh, uh, that's four. That's forty. I said, I said it's going for twenty-five online. 24. I said you can't get forty for it. How much do you want? I could do thirty-five. I go keep it, keep it. 
real, real. You want to know why you don't sell anything? <laughs> real angry too. You were about it. Yeah, too. I go keep it because it's like ridiculous. I know, but it's funny. You wonder why they had so many good games because they weren't selling anything. <laughs> so, anyways, well, that was what I was saying. The guy next to him, because you were looking at uh, the sixty-four games, and I had already, yeah, I had already gone around without you, and I was looking at. So I had pulled out uh, the the Turok because it had a yeah, it had Turok a, too. It had a ten dollar thing on it and, I was like, and that's the other thing if you're going to be a vendor i don't care if you buy in lots and you get a bunch of stuff for cheap prices that's what you're meant to do you're supposed to make money i get it but don't leave the stickers that you bought things for on them and then put them out and then it's i'm not saying you're trying to trick people but it's like it, it doesn't look right when you do that so because the people are thinking you're trying to sell it for a certain price and then you you kind of bait them into it and that's not really nice. So <laughs> that's not really nice. It's not really a nice thing to do. I mean, we're all in this together, right? Isn't that what we've been saying for 20 months? Some I of mean, us aren't, though. Well, you know, probably not. <laughs> yeah, so he had the Turok, it had a $10 thing on it and then I I grabbed the South Park game for the 64. Is which, that the first person shooter one? Yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. want that. Yeah, no, because I had it back in the day, so I was like, well, I, I mean, once again, it's not it's not a it's not a need, <laughs> but if I can just spend a little bit. I'm I'm fine with that. And how much does that game go for? I don't even know, but I was just like, if it's like twenty, thirty bucks or something, I was mm-hmm. like, all right, and we'll get both of them together. Um, and he was like, oh, that that the price on that Turok's not that price. And then he's like, he's like pulling it. He's like taking the game out. The he's like, he's like, I guess he, in his mind or out loud, he was like, well, the box is like that's like ten dollars, and the manual's like ten, and the game's like fifteen. Is he's like pricing out things in his head to give me like a total, and I was just like, did he say thirty five? No, I think he said like forty. He wanted 40, 40. 20, 10, 10 and fifteen is forty. Well, no wonder he's not uh, selling anything. <laughs> I, I, ten, ten is. I don't 20. know the exact. Thank numbers, you. But he was like, my yeah, seven year old knows the. He answer. was like piecing out like each thing individually on what it's worth, and in my, I was like, I was like, no matter what he tells me, I'm, right, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just want to be polite uh, and let him get his point yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So pause. Yeah. So then, because you had you had went back and you started and you were like, oh, you saw the ten on it too, and I was like, it's not ten. I already I already went through this. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Like daddy, if if we had four, is it four fives? No, no, no. Yeah, four fives is twenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Sal, favorite thing about the show? My favorite thing or my least favorite. Either one. What's your favorite thing or your least favorite thing? Um. Miranda. And you got to say which one it is. You can't just say the thing because we won't know. My favorite thing, yeah, was that I got to spend time at the game show, just to be there, right? And my least favorite thing Uh-oh. was that Daddy didn't say yes to everything. No, was leaving. <laughs> you know what, Sal? That is poetic in its brevity. It really simple, is simple but true. Because. If we could spend more time there, we would. But you know what? That concrete floor is just too hard. That's because you're a baby. <laughs> no. You ain't out there working, man. <laughs> you ain't that. You ain't in the streets. Well, that's the problem. Is I work at a desk <laughs> with a cushy chair, and I type or emails all day long. An orthopedic back chair. I need. Yeah. <laughs> you sit on a ball. One I of those sit, like. Yeah, I, I hop. I hop yeah, on a stability ball. ball. Yeah, and you wear flip flops all day. <laughs> I wore socks around the office the other day. Oh, well, there you go. Sonic the Hedgehog ones. You got Kleenex for feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, uh, thank to, you, Sal. You need to set up like a, a charcoal pit and just walk on it all day. <laughs> oh man! You know what? You know what was one of my favorite things about the show? How about that chicken sandwich? 
<laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing at the Hartford Convention Center, but you guys are doing a great job. That chicken sandwich was good. It had a had like a sriracha aioli on it or something. Oh, you got the spicy one? The spicy one with the pickles. It wasn't too aggressive. It wasn't too <laughs> aggressive. It was right on point. All the flavors mixed together. It could be like the hot dog at the at, at the, the sports game, you know, phenomenon where it's like it tastes better because you're there. Yeah. It, oh, could, it was it was pretty solid. It could have been there. Waffle fries were pretty good too. For you know, for convention food, it was it was not bad. No, I th- I thought it was bad. really good. And hearing the uh, the wrestling sounds behind us, I mean, we haven't talked about the wrestling. Boom, slam, bang. Uh, yeah, there's a reason why we're good. Because <laughs> <laughs> even it's why? Because because Kevin Owens was there. <laughs> Kevin Owens? What do you say, Kevin Owens? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kevin No Wins. Yeah, Kevin No Wins. <laughs> He wasn't there. There was just there were just wrestlers that. Made well, he was he he looked he looked like Kevin, but even Owens, but even, he wasn't. Even he knew it wasn't because he came up to me and he was like, "Are they doing wrestling? Because it looks like they're just doing gymnastics." <laughs> 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 Which is what Jim Cornette is all like. He hates on a lot of the wrestling because he's like, <laughs> "It's all choreographed gymnastics. It's not that's wrestling." What, that's, that's what he says. They were even, like going under legs and like kicking each other in the face with like both legs, and then like they kept falling and then like going under like acting legs. like they were more acting than anything else. Not really. Even he noticed it. Even he noticed it because they were just like, I mean, I know "Are they just doing gymnastics?" <laughs> Seriously, like that—that—that that, that what it looked like. Sal, I love you so much. I mean, Seriously. even without that comment, but, but I'm just that's saying that's what it looked like. That's and awesome. they didn't even look like professional wrestlers. So let's move on. <laughs> they didn't look like what? Professional wrestlers. Oh, I heard refreshing wrestlers. Uh, I was like, <laughs> well, hey. You 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 know you should call into the Jim Cornette show and tell him how you feel as a seven, <laughs> as a seven year old. He'll probably he'll he'll love you. He probably would love it because everybody who calls in is some broke down forty year old who's like you know giving up on life. Well, no offense to anybody who's forty year old. No, I didn't. That didn't sound like it would have been anybody. <laughs> no offense if you're no, the forty. Way you said it. No, yeah, and you're <laughs> you've given up on life. I don't mean to offend you. No, it didn't sound like it at all. <laughs> Let's get into the games, huh? I just said that. Let's get into the game. Well, before we get into the games, we got to get into the figures. My figures. So let's talk about your figures, Sal. So this is a prelude to the games. Mm-hmm. It might. I don't think it's telling us what games you got, but they're they're here. <laughs> they look like the scary version of the YMCA band. Yikes. <laughs> well, look. I mean, you got like. A doobag. You got like. <laughs> yeah, you got like lobster lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got you got lava lava symbiote. What's his Lava. name? Molten Man? Yeah, Molten Man. He's from Spider-Man. The Dewback. So these are my... Well, I don't my, know. I, I my Dewback. Like my Dewback. If you move his tail, his mouth opens. I wonder if this is a Power of the Force one from the from the mid-90s. It's got to be, right? Probably. Uncle Trenton will find out. I mean, you can keep talking. And then what's this one, Sal? This is a special one, right? King Kong from... From, from the original King Kong movie back in the 1930s. King Kong, King, King, King Kong. King Kong in color. Is well, King, King Kong in color is the tape that we have. That's from uh, Monster from Mario. The, from the Imperial Toy Company. Yep. Trent, tell us a little bit about Imperial. Not that you know much about them, but... No, I really don't. But you were telling us something about Imperial. Oh, they make, They just make a lot of those... Ago. They make a lot of those, like, cheap toys you'd find in the... Uh, the, uh, like a stop and shop or the grocery markets, you know, yeah. like a yo-yo, a neon yo-yo, a see-through yo-yo. yo-yo, like a food lion, and you're, and you know, in the cap, Atlantic, like a, like a cap gun, <laughs> right. like a plastic guy? cap gun, we, we a will, jump yeah, rope. We will. 
A jump rope. A jump know? rope. Oh, so they make that, that stuff, just the miscellaneous toys. Yeah, just like random stuff. So what would get them? But to maybe make... they, maybe they, maybe they were a bigger. This looks company old though. though. This looks like it's got to be from the '80s, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what year it was from. I think it was from the '80s actually. It it just looked to me it looks like an '80s toy. I don't know. The plastic was different when you got into the '90s. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. This is from nineteen. The the Dubak is from '97. Yeah, that's a that's a power of the force right there. Power. Yeah. So we don't know what this uh, lobster lizard man is, but he's he's, he's there. Man. All right, bug bug lizard man. I don't no, know what to call name, him. I'm gonna call him the dinosaur destruction man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds way better. And then this guy's from from uh, Spider Man. Yes. He's a sim- he's like a molten lava symbiote. He's not a symbiote. Uh, he's not doing well because he's got a bunch of beams going through his body. <laughs> he's burning them. <laughs> He's burning the beams? Yeah. His magma. His magma. And And then what's the last figure? The last figure is a guy from Captain America. Captain America. I don't know what guy he is, but it looks like Captain America in like an evil It's Exhibit. He became a villain. Who's Exhibit? X to the Z? Yeah. He's got an X on his chest, so. Oh. They say I walk around like I got an X on my chest. Mm. All right, cool. Well, I think these I are. I want to talk about my games. I think I think this is a solid lineup of of uh, deplorables because I think these are all bad guys. <laughs> deplorables. Yeah, that's that's the name of their movie, the Deplorables. It's that's like something. the Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> Why is King Kong? It's a almost bad like guy? it's a, it's almost like um, Monsters vs. Aliens or something, you know? Seriously. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters, which you own, right, on Sega? Yes. Is that uh, is that any good? Uh, well, there, there's the but one. King of the Monsters one and two are two different games. Isn't one like a beat 'em up and the other one's a fighting game? In a way, yeah. I think the second one is more the uh, the beat 'em up style. I gotcha. And that's what I, I believe. I think so. I think so. It's been so long. That's the other thing, guys. You got to take pictures of your of your collections because I almost <laughs> bought a game twice. Yeah. And actually, in one case, I did buy a game twice or three Wait, times. Three times? Them? Well. I bought two games twice, but those I already kind of knew about that I had the loose carts. Oh, well, that I mean, that doesn't count if you're trying to get a okay. complete copy. I almost bought Suzuki Extreme Racing for Suzuki All-Star for Dreamcast, and I looked through my pictures, and I actually already owned it, so I didn't go through that. But it wouldn't have been a bad deal, 10 bucks. That wouldn't have been a bad deal. I don't, I'm not I'm not too familiar with it. Is it good? Is it like Super it, Max it, TT? So I, uh, kind of, yeah. It's an, it's an Acclaim game, I think. Uh, but oh. it's um yeah. it's it's got that mechanic though it, it feels arcade like yeah like I remember I, got, I had a demo disc for Dreamcast with Suzuki All Star on it and it had one level but it was a darn good level it was it was a lot of fun I remember ha- having fun with that and being like okay if I get more money I'm gonna buy this game and then it's like the Ridge Racer demo on uh, PlayStation it was a it was one track but it was good but it was a, but it was a good <laughs> track right well considering that Ridge Racer only had like a three, few, I think I had three. So you got a third of the game in a demo disc. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, can we tell them about this? Game? No, actually, we can't. <laughs> you want to go first? That's the only game we can't right. talk about. So, go ahead and talk about that game, and nobody's going to be able to see it when you put it up. So we're going to describe it, and maybe we'll put a picture up yeah. or something. So the first game, Sal, that is uh, now you don't really do a whole lot with the Game Boy Advance, but you will now because um, because you are now the proud owner of a of a Game Boy Advance, right? Where's your Game Boy Advance? All it it's, takes it's is one game. Me. So Sal is now the proud owner of a uh, Game Boy Advance SP 101 model. Uh, a 101, huh? And 101. I, and I got which they were they were looking for like I saw saw them going for about 140 at the show. 
So yeah, that's crazy. How it's much going. Spells. It's going wild. Especially when there's about a hundred million of them out there. You think so, right? <laughs> how many? How many did the Game Boy well, Advance I, sell? Well, I don't know. Not they, this. This one though. I don't know how they. I think they counted them all together as one. Okay. Like all three models. Because I know like, the the SpongeBob is a is a one on one as well. There's a SpongeBob version. Yeah, but that's I mean, a, it's just crazy how they, like expensive those are. Even I think the the regular model is like seventy five. The sideways one. No, the or the oh, the frontlet oh. the frontlet one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that one's still good. No, I know. But, I mean, it still, like, holds the value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 150 for that? Yeah, 140. Yeah. It's that's crazy. Expensive. That's half of a Switch. <laughs> that's expensive, man. <laughs> that's what's, especially when there's, like, 100 million of them. I know. I know. Well, Nintendo's crazy, man. No, I know. People love Nintendo. It's, it's in the name, baby. Now? I know. What is the game that you got, Sal? We, we, we're we uh, Spider-Man crazy, right? Marvel Spider-Man for the Game Boy Advance. Well, which, which one? Mysterio's? Menace. Mysterio's Menace for the Game Boy. So yeah, I mean, this is one that we've uh, we've been looking for over the past month or so, just because I thought because Salvatore is Spider-Man crazy. I was trying to look up some of the best Spider-Man games that have come out, and this is actually one of the ones that came up. And it's not that expensive of a game. I mean, even online, it's going for about ten, fifteen bucks, and uh, we got it for five. Um, he had it for eight, and we got it for five because we got it with another game. So if you ever can combine two games together, generally these vendors are are willing to make deals to, to get some product sales. You like this game? What do you like about it, Sal? You've played a little bit of it now. I beat the first level. I didn't beat the second level Almost. because you... I was playing the second level this morning, and I'll try to beat it. That's right. <laughs> Consistent. It's a good game for kids his age, though, because it's it's more straightforward of you know, learning some mechanics of swinging, but then it's a straight-up beat-em-up style. Um, you know, like some a, some web throwing, that kind like of thing. Just kind of yeah. standard left to right so with, use, a little, uh, with a little with a little with a light a light maze a light you know extension type of a thing where there's a little bit more exploration than just not you know, too aggressive though. Wait, can yeah. I tell them how to web throw? Do I don't know if that throw? will work. Can you tell them how? <laughs> so you hit the R button. You hit the R button to do a web throw. And that that webs them up so that they can't shoot you. Yeah, and then you have to punch or like get down and like kick them. Yep. And like kick their legs and Cameras right here. And trip them. <laughs> That's right. No, it looks like a lot of fun. Does it control well? Yes. Yeah, everything controls really well. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, um, I like how it plays. I'm just I mean, surprised there's so many actually decent Spider Man games because I just assume most of them were like terrible just because it's like a licensed thing and. They like they were pumping Spider-Man games out like left and right. I, just, I mean, they have good studios on it. Like Beanox is a good studio. Treyarch, obviously. I mean, they make you know Call of Duty, and they were a good studio. Vicarious Visions is a good studio. You know, didn't they make all the Skylanders games? Yeah, I, th- I think. I don't know. Or is that Toys for Bob? I think that was Toys for Bob. So I mean, they've had they've had good studios making Next Level Games made one of them. I think. Yeah, all right. All right. So and now, of course, Insomniac's making them. So. I mean, there's there's some good studios that have been been on these things, and um, you know the original was never soft. Remember the uh, the original Spider-Man game, mm. which made Tony Hawk. In fact, that game was was based off the Tony Hawk engine. Oh, that first Spider-Man. Yep, yep. So that's uh, Sal's first game. The first thing I'm going to talk about is um, you know so we've talked about how the things we want are kind of fewer and farther between, but getting complete Genesis games is something that we kind of strive for if we've got a loose cart. You know, we kind of value putting it up on the shelf, right, Trent? And so I originally had a cartridge for uh, Shadow of the Beast. And then I talked about in a previous episode how I got the the cover art 
for Shadow of the Beast and was able to finally put it on the wall. Well, yesterday... This is the definition of piecing it together. Yesterday, uh, the, there was a gentleman I bought some other stuff from after I went back around one time. That's the other thing, too. When you get to these conventions, the first thing you see, don't buy it right away. Even yeah. if it looks appetizing, you got to do a round before you, before you come back. You realize I did say that like 20 minutes ago. I didn't realize that. that was I'm whole, sorry. Was, I don't listen it, it when you talk. Se- it was a whole segment. I don't realize when you talk. <laughs> I apologize. I should have. I should have heard you. But this is, you know, I did buy one thing when I first saw him, and that was this this Shadow of the Beast manual, with which has a which has a warning: you will be charged if the instruction booklet is not returned. Someone obviously sticker. didn't return it. Somebody didn't return it, and here it is. Now they're wanted. So now, you know, with the game and the, you know, the game and the and the case, we've got the manual. We've got a complete copy. But it is the definition of piecing it together. We are complete. So, but that's this is what excites me more than almost anything now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like piecing things together like this. I gotta staple this though. This is completely yeah. loose. It's like the the. It's like you, you 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 mighty morph into your game. Yes. It's like box art manual <laughs> cartridge with, with our, our powers, powers combined. We are complete in box. <laughs> nice. Um. And then and then I'll just mention this just because this is a funny story. So. Oh uh, God, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, sort of. So we talked about um. Felios Wait. on a previous podcast. Felios! <laughs> is that like Emilio? Yeah. yeah. And who do you think that guy was? Emilio Estevez, the mighty duck man. I swear to God, I was there. Of course you were. You were the one who yelled the Breakfast Clever's name. I was like, Emilio! <laughs> um, so we talked about that, and we were talking about games that were similar to it. Um, we talked about Dragon Spirit, and then this game, which um, I am the only owner of this game. This is a copy of uh, Winged Warriors yes. for uh, Nintendo. Excuse me, no, that's not Winged. It would be if if it was Winged Warriors, but winged. somebody drew on Legendary Wings, Winged or Winged, however you want to pronounce it, Warriors for NES, which is a Capcom game, which means quality. And um, I don't own this game, and it was in a bin. That was uh, a $2 bin, so right. I got this game for 2 bucks. Rightfully so. And uh, what I was thinking is, if I got a label for this, it would be more than $2. Oh, no, definitely. To, to replace the label? It's going to cost $3 to ship it. I almost <laughs> rather would keep the Winged Warriors because there's a story here that I don't know. Like, what happened? Like what is this from the early 90s and somebody had this copy and they're like... I don't know what this kid, what the kid did with this, but I'm gonna just put a title on it just so yeah. we can. They we saw can mark the it. W and it looked like a warrior. Yeah. So they're like winged warriors. Winged warriors, because <laughs> I see the wings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, close. they're close. They're close. A nice little little shooter. In fact, Trenton has this uh, emulation Game Boy box that we were just testing it out on, and it's a fun game. Um, so for two bucks, you got to go for it, right? Do you have to? No. Yes, you, you do, because it's worth the conversation we're having right here. That's that. That's that's it. You have to go for it. You don't have to. Well, you kind of have to. You kind of have to. So, um, anyways, I kind of am excited about having legendary wings in my catalog. Here's your two dollars. <laughs> that's when it hit me. I'm not even a human. Here's your two dollars. Imagine if he started telling you the story about it. Yeah, I once had it, and then it got ripped. I'm like, here's, here's your two dollars. <laughs> oh boy, do you want me to keep going, or do you, or do you want to start? <laughs> I'll just do my my one game. All right, my one game. Yeah. Um, 
So this is not a great game. And it was funny because the guy that was selling it, and I saw it in the case. So. You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's like, oh, I got to get this. Because I, I, on eBay, I bought a lot of a few games, and one of them was Atari carts, and they were listed as non, non-functioning. Um, but so I grabbed them, and I have, I have I know a guy, Crossface Gaming on uh, TikTok, who said he might be able to salvage some of the games by s- switching out something in, on the board. It might have got fried, so I gave him my copy of Cybermorph. Probably the, the, the game chip itself. Yeah, so I gave him my copy of Cybermorph to, to use that as like a throwaway because if he's going to take something off that one, I might as he well... He could use the board from well use, Cybermorph. Might as well use the cheapest game there is. Yeah. But, so since I'm a Jaguar nerd now, now he tried, and it, it, he couldn't get he couldn't get it to work, so my Cybermorph was gone. So now I needed another... I didn't, Well, I guess want, need. <laughs> need. I need. Need more than I'm, want. Yeah, I'm going for the full collection. Actually, so. it's not a want um, at all. Yeah, so I need yeah. a, I need a, I need my uh, Cybermorph cart back, and I saw a guy had it for ten dollars. Is that what is, it, it's worth? It's usually like you know, usually paying fifteen, but you know that's with like shipping included. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. I mean, I'm not gonna get it any cheaper. I'm not. Right. I, I don't want to pay fifteen dollars no. for this. <laughs> so I was like, hey man, I, I'm sure you weren't <laughs> expecting to hear this today, but I'm gonna buy that copy. <laughs> But I'm gonna buy I'm, that. Copy. I'm, that's coming home with me. But I'm gonna buy that copy of Cybermorph for the Jaguar. And he's like, "No, you're right." <laughs> so, <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. So yeah, I got. But he a, had it out. Yeah. So I was like, I got another copy of Cybermorph, and um, it, it went in my Jag bag, which is very fitting. And that was my actually that was the first. You, game did I, you show off the Jag bag last last show? Uh, one of the shows, yeah, because I got it a while ago. All right. Yeah. So that was actually the first game I got at the convention. Yeah. So we're off to a good start. Great. I, I'm not sure. I, I think Winged Warriors is a better pickup than Cyber. Oh no, definitely. But even if the game didn't work, even <laughs> <laughs> just for the Nintendo, like the just the just the plastic, yeah, just fit it on a different game. Yeah. Uh, Salvatore, do you want to go with your next game, or should I continue with the, these two right here? No, I want to go. You want to go? You sure? Because you only got two games. Daddy has a, a few more. This? You can talk about that one, sure. So this came with, the, with the uh, Spider-Man Mysterio's Menace, because um, we got the uh, we, we got the deal we're, on. We're him. not supposed to talk about that yet. What do you mean? What do you mean? We already did. We talked about Mysterio's Menace. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> and uh, and Salvatore finally got a uh, case for his uh, 3DS. I'm not sure if you can pick that up, but it's translucent. Uh, he has a clear case, and he also has a uh, a red stylus now for his. Uh, is Mario uh, 3DS he's got here. But what game did you get for your 3DS, Salvatore? Sal Mar- is, is, Mario- is drowning in the games at this point. Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS. Mario Kart 7. Pick up that mic so people can hear you. Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS. So um, we had some friends over recently, and, and the kids were playing Mario Kart 8, and I noticed that Salvatore was actually pretty proficient with driving, and um, I think he's ready for this. He's he's right on the edge, but I think he's ready. And Mario Kart 7 is kind of like a precursor to Mario Kart 8, which everybody loves, I would say, universally for the most part. Well, 8 does come after 7. Yeah. But like the with like with like the um, the hovering or like the gliding down and all that stuff, that all came from Mario Kart 7, which I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's got to be number one or number two in terms of sales on 3DS. Game sales on 3DS. Mario Kart 7's got to be up there. Wasn't this like close to the launch of it too? It was early, and then it was packed in. So when you when you add all those up, I think that this is one of the one of the highest selling 3DS games. Yeah. But this is the standalone cart. This is the standalone you know case, which is always appreciated. Oh so. yeah. 
Definitely, bro. So, you know, 15 bucks. Damn, I don't know what it goes for online complete, but I can't imagine that it goes for much less than that. Yeah, no, that's it's, it's fair market value. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy with it. I think the little guy's happy with it. Mm-hmm. And now you get to you get you get to play. Now, so now you have Mario Kart Seven. You've got Super Smash Brothers. You got Minecraft for your 3DS. You are developing a solid 3DS lineup, Sal. Real solid. I think I need all the 3DS and DS games. Yeah, well, that <laughs> is uh, an aspiration. So that, that is a goal. Yeah, so uh, we've talked about how you know Spider Man dominates our thoughts these days, and um, so these are not really expensive games, but they're ones that I missed early on, and I think it's so, something happened between the the switch from from Dreamcast to to PS2 where I just kind of missed these, or maybe I was just kind of jaded because I loved the you know the the old Spider Man game. These were the these are the movie games, but it's. Spider-Man 1 and 2 on the GameCube and PS2 respectively. And uh, these are multi these are multi uh, platform releases so you can get these on GameCube, Xbox Wait, and uh, PlayStation 2 and pl- and and surprisingly Spider-Man 2 you can get Trenton on the N-Gage. Oh, is it Spider-Man 2? Yeah, which is rated actually pretty well. Oh. Not, not sure how you play that on the N-Gage, but um <laughs> I actually do I now that you mentioned I do remember seeing that yeah, I think it's just like yeah, it's just like the PS One version of the game. So these are these are you know highly regarded games from back then. I'm not sure how they hold up, but I figured I kind of have to get them now, considering we're 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 collecting all these Spider Man games. And that's, <laughs> is that how you really feel about it? No, I'm trying to ask a question. Yeah, so uh, my buddy Kevin had this one for 15. He gave it to me for 10, which was really nice. And then. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I got in a lot of uh, three games for 20. So, uh, what is that? Less than seven bucks yeah. for Spider-Man 2. So, and I, I, I was taking a look at a video, and I think all three versions of the main platform versions are about the same. I mean, Xbox and GameCube might look a little bit better. Hey, you know, they generally do. Yeah. I mean, does have, that one has an $18 sticker on it. It seems like that's yeah. aggressively high. Probably. For that. Probably, but that's probably why they put it in the $20 bin yeah, for yeah, the yeah. buy three and make people feel like they get a deal. So, you know, both of them are complete, which is cool. And, you know, so uh, you know, we'll have to check those out. What do you think, little guy? Let's. Oh, you're going to see, you're going to decide whether you're well, gonna, that, we're going to. That's Green Goblin. That's Green Goblin with his pumpkin bombs. That, that doesn't look like, that doesn't look like, um. Norman Osborn. Awesome. So, so, Uncle Trenton, if you want to get going with your second game, what do we got over there? We got a lot going on over here. Where? This is where the party's at. Uh, what about that figure that you have? You haven't talked about that. Hey, don't tell me what to do. So let's talk about the figure. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's not too much about it. It's actually, this is a vendor... That I saw a couple of weeks ago at a, at a toy show, and actually I'm gonna see him in like a couple more weeks at the I, toy con. Yeah, at another toy show that uh, in New Haven. That's in December, right? Uh, no, November in two weeks. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't there yeah, one? Well, in, isn't no, there yeah, one in well, December? Yeah, yeah, there is a December one too. Yeah, I'm I'm also doing that one as well. Um, but yeah, I saw him at the last toy show, and he didn't he didn't have a a ton of wrestling stuff, but this time he did, and actually, uh, my other friend Tyler bought a Hasbro ring off of him earlier in mm. the day. So I was like, "Hey, man, I'm giving you lots of business here." Already. There you go. Because then you ended up buying something. For I a did. Um, and he had. Uh, he actually. Oh, had, this is Andrew. He actually had the LJN, the ring yeah, with the cage. I saw and that filled with a bunch of figures. 
Um, they were all pretty much like the common ones you'd find out all the time. But he did have... Big John Stud. Yeah, you know, um, King Kong Bundy, mm-hmm. you know, Ricky Steamboat. Yep. He did have the Dynamite Kid from the, the from the, the the Bulldogs, the tag team. You have those, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me those ones with the tag belts. Yep. Um, so I grabbed the... Uh, the classy Freddie Blassie for all you now, pe- I don't know for all you pencil neck geeks. Out I don't there. know this guy. Yeah, it was before before your time, before our time, before our time. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was around in, in the mid eighties, but he wasn't around too much after that. Well, he looks old in this yeah, figure, yeah. and that was what eighty <laughs> five. Yeah, yeah. So. so he was he was probably like sixty like then, you know. Yeah, but yeah, one of the one of the managers. I was pretty sure I didn't have it. I hopefully I don't. But it was it was only ten bucks. Got to take pictures. It, yeah, I mean, only, I'm sure you could resell it. If you yeah, need it to. was only ten bucks. I mean, he doesn't have the he doesn't have his uh, his cane, which is I'm not spending thirty dollars for a cane. Oh, yeah, he come. He has like the cane. Oh, that's the, okay, like Mr. Fuji style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's fine. It, he's actually he's in fairly good condition. It looks like someone tried to touch him up on some parts, but that that black spot in the back. Can you get that off? Yeah, yeah I should be able to get that off. But I was like, yeah, man, for ten bucks, he's in fairly good condition. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get any LJN for like ten bucks in good condition is a real good deal, since those are skyrocketing too. One of the only things they had, they really did well. What the LJN? Figures? Yeah, 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 LJN yeah. figures. I mean, they're they're so hard to get because everyone that had them just beat, beat them the, to crap. Beat the, <laughs> they yeah, actually so, played with them, guys. So they're remember all, they're all when we <laughs> actually played with our toys and didn't just leave them in packages yeah, and put them up on a shelf? It would just be like you just like smacking them against each other, and then all the paint would come off on them. So when you find someone in good condition, you just you gotta grab. But them. that's why the memories are created. Brown the pencil neck geeks. That's what he says. That's what that was. That was his thing. His pencil neck geeks, huh? Yeah. All right. There cool. He is. Classy. Freddy. Looking like Ronald McDonald. Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay. Well, um yeah, all right, all right. what are we get, what are we doing? Who wants to go next? You want you want to you want to stay with you? Dad, can I do my last game? You want to do your last game? Yeah. Do your last game. What else you got? It's going to be it's going to be you guys are not going to be able to guess what this could possibly be. It's I'm going to say it's Superman. No. For Nintendo 64. What is it, Sal? Make sure you speak clearly into the microphone. It is Spider-Man Edge of Time for the DS. Get out of here. Nice. <laughs> also a part of the $20 deal that we got. I, I, oh, the 3 for, the three for 20 Yeah. was inside. <laughs> I didn't check what's inside. Oh, you got Brain oh. Age 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, manual. No, manual. no manual, but that's okay. So Edge of Time, that's it. has the game in it. I don't know much about this game, if it's more of a Metroidvania or if it's a straight-up beat-em-up. Um, it it looks, has anti-venom in it. It looks like kind of a mixture of it, but, um, you know, supposed to be a Spider-Man game. <laughs> uh, so, yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, trying to find things to buy at these shows is getting harder and harder. So you see something that might be, you know, piquing the interest of um, maybe the future generation, you know. For ten not bu- all about you anymore. For, yeah, for seven bucks or less than seven dollars, I'm gonna go for it. So, um, you're gonna have you have plenty of Spider-Man options at this point on what you want to play. So this will be too one many of them. options, you know. Yeah, it's it can be argued. It can be argued. So, anyways, another Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. You're excited about that. Yes. So I think you've got a lot of options on your 3DS now on what you want to play. Hey, Daddy, can I play? <laughs> no. This game? Yeah, um, huh? you want to sit on the couch and play it while Uncle Trenton and Daddy finish the episode? 
Yeah. All right. That's how excited he is to play. He's going to leave the episode early to play games. No. Well, then what are you doing? Oh, he's going to he's going to be in the episode. He's just going to be not in the episode. No, I know. <laughs> that's how excited he is. Yeah. No. That's not how excited I am. No. You want to go play it right now. I, I that's the definition of excited to play it. Don't we'll agree to disagree. Don't ask, Trenton. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> All right, so let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. Rolling stars. You know what? I'll talk about these two together, and then we'll go with what you got over there because I, I got them together. So these two games coming up next, I got together. Mine are together as well. As a group, and um, there's no way, shape, or form you could ever see these two together at any point in time other than what I grabbed them for because they would have never been associated with one another. Except in this instance. So, uh, we've talked about how getting complete or at least box copies of games is important. Surprisingly, guys, I don't have a complete in-box copy of this game until now. And that game is the original Streets of Rage for Sega Genesis Black Box. Recognize, as they say. <laughs> so, recognize. It is, uh, it is complete. And um, you know, he was asking 55 for it. So... Uh, I was able to make a deal, and I got it actually for for fifty. Uh, when you look at all the all the concessions made, um, I do have a copy of it sitting up back there. Um, so you're gonna get some money back at least, possibly, or, or I'll just keep just it. Hold on to it. I right? might just hold on to it. But this is, you know, I'll, I don't know if we've we haven't done a Streets of Rage episode yet, have we? Oh man, surprisingly, no. I don't think we have. But um, this is this is a game. So I got my Genesis in June of 1991, and this game came out right around the same time. And so, very shortly after getting the Sega, um, we got Streets of Rage. So imagine you get Sonic the Hedgehog right when it comes out, and then about I don't know other way around, Sal, and push it tight. There you go. He's still getting the hang of the GBA. Got to click. There you go. Now turn it on. You would just have it. No, no, no. You got to turn it off before you pull out the game. So turn it off and turn it back on. You're going to break the thing. No, no, no. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Now turn it on. You got. Can you? Can everybody hear the GBA sound? Yeah, definitely. Does it work? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did it. All right. Keep the volume low because we don't want everybody hearing your. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so imagine, imagine, uh, getting that at the same time. So it was a special moment in time and, um, Streets of Rage is a very, very, very special game. Uh, it's, uh, it's at the top of the Pantheon, as we say. I can't remember the last time I played regular Streets of Rage. Oh, it's great. It's great. I mean, everybody talks about Streets of Rage 2 and I get it. Um, but I actually think the music in Streets of Rage 1 is, uh, is slightly, slightly better. Slightly better. Mm-hmm. Four days out of seven. Streets of Rage 1's music is better than Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> Four sevenths. Four days out of seven. All right. The other three days, Streets of Rage 2 takes Yeah, the someone's got to take that extra day. Right, you know? right. You know, it's like <laughs> there's got to be a tiebreaker. It was yeah. like Sal's game yesterday. I mean, it had to go into overtime. Somebody had to score, yeah. right? That is true by prayer. So good, you know, nice to have that completed up in terms of the, the trilogy there. And then this game, I don't know what it is with me and this series, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's good stuff. And I don't think it's celebrated as much because I think there's another game in the genre for this system that everybody talks about, including my my new uh, my new best bud, Tony. And everything was compared to that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, this 
started before that because that game came, anyways that's not always a factor <laughs> what's not always a factor well i'm saying it usually doesn't matter you know oh that so, it came out earlier yeah 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 so the series is turok um which i love turok 1 and so of course i have to you know seek out more of that so um i already own this game loose but now i own it complete and that's turok 2 got to love that that box though, which has got the the box that's got the the, the raised the textured yeah. the, the textured front, which is really really cool. So, um, yeah, I mean the guy had twenty four on it. And he wanted twenty four bucks, and, and which uh, which means he wants twenty because you don't you don't put twenty four dollars right. on a game if you so, don't want twenty four. You know the box is is a little compromised, but it's not terrible, and uh, you know it comes with the manual. And so you know between Streets of Rage and and this, I got them both for seventy. So I would call that twenty for this. And um, yeah, fifty for that. I mean, twenty dollars in box for a for a sixty four game for any game, you know, especially of Turok's caliber. I I know this game's not heralded as like the first one, but it's still you know a a pretty good game. You know, so it's one have that. You played, I, have you played the second one? No, through? no, no, no. I think I rented it once, um, but I played it very briefly. I didn't get a whole lot into it. So and then you just picked it up later and, it, and then I picked it up later. It. I just haven't gotten to yeah. it yeah but it's um it looks pretty cool I mean you look at the pictures on the back it looks like there's more texture work in this in, in this uh, game and uh expansion pack compatible it is expansion pack compatible which I don't even know if I'd want to use yeah. the higher res mode because I is right. this one it of the games where the chug. higher res mode makes it, it was like chug. it was like it was like half the games that you were used the expansion pack. Yeah. it was like look better but then it would like be like 20 frames per second yeah so this was 1998 and the the game I was comparing this to or or talking about was obviously Goldeneye, and Goldeneye came out in ninety eight too, right? I thought ninety seven or ninety seven. So, 97. but GamePro says that Turok Two Seeds of Evil is the best first person shooter for the Nintendo sixty four, and I'm not saying <laughs> that Turok Two is better than Goldeneye. I'm just saying <laughs> that I think Turok doesn't get enough credit. Well, it's a GamePro quote. I mean. What do you want? Right. Well, Next Generation says it's an absolute must-have five out of five stars, which I don't know if that's true either. Um, and then the always reliable Nintendo Power says stunningly <laughs> modeled and animated enemies hunt Turok with uncanny intelligence. That might be the most appropriate thing. It's the most non-review. Right. It's <laughs> this is a game yeah. that is advanced from the previous version. It's like the politically correct <laughs> way to say nothing about the game. <laughs> Yeah, well, IGN 64, which was IGN 64 at the time, said... Damn, how many quotes did they pull from The this most game? <laughs> impressive creature creatures ever put into a video game. Oh. This looks like a pregnant spider here, ready to ready to lay an egg or something. Just saying the graphics are good. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure they didn't... They couldn't have messed with it too much. I mean, if it just plays like the first one, it's got to be decent, right. you know? Right. So... You want to go with uh, your next game? Oh, that was the last of the uh, the, the multi-packs? Yes, sir. Oh, we got a, we got a crazy dog loose. Oh, we got a dog in here. <laughs> dog. It's my brown doggy. So these are actually the last two games I picked up mm-hmm. from the uh, convention. Um, I kind of went into the convention not really specifically looking for anything. Mm. Um, just something, if something caught my eye. That I might need it because you know, I was, as we mentioned many times, we're uh, we're at the point where there's not too many uh, needs left. But these were a couple. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily looking for this first game, which is uh, X Zone on the Super Nintendo, <laughs> which is a Super Scope game. 
and I, I ended up finding a Super Scope at Goodwill last year. So I was like, Let me tell you something. The next time you play your Super Scope, <laughs> you will be the only one playing Super Scope I at that time. It. So, yeah, I found a Super Scope for like 20 bucks in the box. So I was like, well, I guess... There's I much can. more talking about Super Scope these days than there is playing of Super Scope. No, I mean, I, no one had it back then and no one has it now. No. I can remember being at a party, and this isn't the same system, but I remember seeing at Pat Musen's birthday party playing Zoop or like the six... What was the six... That was a puzzle game. What was the What was the six, the Menacer game where there was like six games in one? Yeah, I don't know what they were all called. No, what was that, that compilation it called? It was literally called like... The, the Menacer six-pack six or something? <laughs> yeah. And I just remember the bazooka on the shoulder and saying to myself, wait a minute. <laughs> we went from light guns to this monstrosity? The Menacer? Well, I mean, that's how the Super Scope sits like on your shoulder. Yes, like but it's, it's a case where bigger is not necessarily better. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I've never played it, so I can't tell you. I just remember seeing, I was like, what are they doing? Like, what? I'm, yeah, can't we just use a gun? So you want a chance? I'm like, no, I, I'm good. I'll just watch you guys. Yeah, so this was, I mean, it was tw- it was like 20 bucks, because um, I just, I kind of want to get like all the super, I think there's only like six. To be fair, games. that first level where there's the scaling while you're, you're, so you're, pair, going, you're parachuting, parachuting in down. does look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Good use of the Mode 7 graphics. Even had, even has the uh, X-Zone poster with it, which no game room is, oh, that's true. is complete without it. Well, that's going to stay in the package. <laughs> that's how much you love it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's only a few more. Yeah, guys, I have Yoshi Safari. I got this Menacer six pack. I got uh, Battle Clash and Metal Combat. How many are left? Like, what are you missing? I think there's one other. There's one other game. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but that one's a little harder to find. Mm. Um, and I think that that'll be all of them. Um, and at the same time, I also grabbed Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks for the PS2. Which is, I think it's like a forgotten game. It's forgotten because I own it and I didn't know I had it. <laughs> yeah, because you were looking when we got when we got back. He was looking at the copy I bought. He's like Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Is that like the game where you can like you you can like play as Baraka and then he goes into his thing and he's like, oh, I have Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. I'm like, that's the game you were just looking. <laughs> that's at. literally the game we were just talking about. I was like, oh, I guess I own it. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. the problem with collecting. Yeah, this was around like the. 2005 era so they had i think they had dabbled mortal kombat didn't know what it wanted to be yeah they had came i think mortal kombat deception had came out around then or or, i think i think that's the one i was thinking of that you rented or was that deadly alliance deadly alliance it was one of them where you could play as baraka but no but the deadly alliance was a straight up fighting game like 3d fighter Maybe I'm, I'm my memory's I mean, not serving me correctly, but I thought there was a a beat 'em up style 3D beat 'em up fighting adventure game where you could play as Baraka going through some kind maybe of. Maybe it's in this because I, I I remember playing this for a little bit, but yeah, this is. <coughs> or did, you fight against Baraka they as, made, as a mini boss or yeah, something. Yeah, they made like a they turned the game of your Kung Lao and Liu Kang into like a 2D. I mean not 2D, two player like 3D beat 'em up style game. You can play is, two player. Yeah. Oh, that's straight up. Yeah. So I mean, we definitely got to try mm-hmm. at least uh like fire it up, and see mm-hmm. how it plays. I mean, it's supposed to be really good. I I remember playing it back in the day and really enjoyed it because you know I'm all about the beat 'em ups. Absolutely. So this is one that you know I, I don't really. I mean, I'm I'm starting to beef up my PS2 collection a little bit. Yeah. I wasn't haven't been buying like there's there's some there's like some wait. good stuff. I mean, there's a thousand million <laughs> PS2 games. It's hard to even focus. It's like. Being at the ice cream truck and having fifty options, it's like just give me three. 
Yeah, just in like the past year, I've been picking not not anything expensive, but I've just been finding a few more like games that I want to keep like mm-hmm. here and there. Whereas in the well, you find a lot of I saw this recently. You found like dozens yeah. of games. Yeah, but in like the past few years, before I hadn't been really picking up like any PS2 games. I don't know why. I mean, I was into it for a little bit, and then mm. I don't know. I just kind of lost interest in the PS2. Now it's coming. Now it's coming back a little. Yeah, bit. Like if you had to tell me, like you know, what do you, what do you like about the PS2? I'd be like, uh, GTA. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know. <laughs> so, but that's a cool. That's a, that's a cool one. You got a, you got that for a decent deal too. Yeah, I got both. I got yeah, I got both of them together for like forty. I think. Yeah. All right. You want to save that for last? Yeah, I guess so. Because right. technically the last one I picked up. It was. So um, with that twenty dollar deal that I got the um, the two Spider Man games and uh, I saw this game as part of the deal and and um, <laughs> maybe just for the story I don't know I I've I've never actually played this game before but I bought this game before that's a, that's a story in itself yeah you mean like retail y- y- correct so we <laughs> were at the Eastbrook Mall when I was a kid and I had where shopping fun begins. I had fifty five dollars to, to to blow. Oh man, this is a sad story already. And I was at the KB, and I was all by my lonesome uh, because my mother was somewhere at JC Penny, and doing some shopping. And so she said, "Go to the KB, and I'll come and pick you up in a few minutes." That's when you could leave like an eight year old. Yeah, I used to do that all the you, time. You could just leave an eight year old with the with the the squeaky oinky pigs in the front of KB. And yeah, just, just hey, I'll meet me in the middle in the toy aisle. right out front and what and the, where the figures or are or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever. And so I was like, well, I got fifty five bucks. Like as an eight year old or a nine year old, have fifty five dollars. That was like you're a made man. So I was like, I'm coming home with the Genesis game. So my brother was with me, my older brother, and he. Um, this might be one of the best things he's ever done for me. <laughs> Maybe not the best thing he's ever done. For, it's definitely not the best thing he's ever done for me, but this is close to it. Um, joking. So I decided to buy... <laughs> I don't know why I did this. Maybe because I like punch out. I don't know. I decided to buy James Buster Douglas Boxing for forty nine ninety nine. Hey, I'm sure you weren't the only one. On Sega Genesis, which is a... Uh, conversion of the Taito Mega Drive game from Japan. I think it was called Final Blow. Uh, pause? Thank you. <laughs> um, it's a pretty pristine copy. I mean, it's... <laughs> You're trying to justify it. No, I'm just saying it because nobody played it. Yeah. Um, it's in great shape. I mean, it almost looks like it was never opened. So maybe this is all coming full circle. So I, I buy this game, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this looks really good. It's got, like, a sideway view. I mean, the graphics do look really, like, they're huge. Like, they're the huge. Sprites the, the sprites look huge. And back in 1990, you know, this was kind of, that was like a Did you even know who deal. Buster Douglas was then? or? Uh, I did only because I wouldn't have known. it was a big deal in our house that Mike Tyson lost. That was, like, a big deal. Yeah. And so, because we thought he was immortal. And he was on the front of Mike Tyson's punch out. Yep. Right. Yep, yep. So James Buster Douglas won the match. So he must be the next Mike Tyson. <laughs> and then Sega gets the Mike Tyson game, which is now called, well, you know, the, the analog to that, yeah. which is James Buster Douglas boxing. So I was really excited about this game. And I, 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 w- I wanted to show my brother because we were both Genesis heads. And, and so they come and meet me and, and he's like, Oh, what'd you buy? And so I would pull this game out, and he just goes, oh, no. 
why did you do that? I was like, why? What's wrong? He's like, he's like, that game's terrible. He goes, don't buy that game. He goes, bring that game back now. So I was like, oh, all right. I felt bad, but I was like, okay. Well. Oh, so you actually brought it back. So we're still at the mall, and I have my receipt. I had the bag, and so we returned this. And what did we buy with the money? Uh oh, a worse game. Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior Basham Buddies. Oh, oh, definitely way better. Which was a way better decision because those were $25 each, and so it was the same price combined. So it was an even trade. It was an even trade, and it was such a better, like, it was, now I'm not saying that James Buster Douglas Boxing is a terrible game. Are you? I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that, (laughs) what I'm saying is that compared to what we switched it out for. Oh, there's no. And to pay $50 for this game, a game of this ilk of this quality <laughs> at that point in time would have been a mistake. Oh, no, for sure. You know, $6.70 in 2021 um, is a different story <laughs> to, for a complete Just to copy. have the story. Right. So that was my my story about James Buster Douglas Boxing, which I, to this day, have never had an opportunity to play. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. It's going to be like uh, uh, Baby Boy, the movie. Yeah, 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 where I have it, but I always say we're gonna watch it, and then yeah. we never do. Yeah, I know. I gave it's, it to you about six years ago. Six years ago, yeah. We were, I was that was like two homes ago <laughs> yeah. for me. <laughs> but that's the story about James Buster Douglas boxing. So, um, and you're probably the only person with a story about James Buster Douglas boxing. That's what our podcast is all about. That's what it's all about is stories and and going back to our history. So, um. That's the funny thing is we always say how it's the games that we played when we were kids. Yeah, this but, is you know. this is this is one that's sort of like oh, a, you had the intent of playing it. I I, I owned <laughs> te- this game for, for a good seventeen, 17 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so technically I did have it, but alas, but it's funny that I remember that. Wait, when you say you were in the store, were you by yourself or were you with your brother? No, I was by myself. They actually let you buy he was it? With, I think he was with my mother. Like, they were around the mall. I think she went to JCPenney, and then I think she went over to... You know what? I don't even know if JCPenney was in the mall at the time. I think this was before JCPenney. Oh, I thought JCPenney was always in the mall. No, JCPenney wasn't always so in the mall. So it was just Caldor? Because Sage Allen was in that area that JCPenney was in, and Caldor was where... Coles uh, is now. Oh, okay, I got you. So that was yeah. You might be right, actually. But I know I'm that having they, a flashback. I know they went to Strawberries because Sebi was into music and he probably was getting a CD for his for his discman. Right. And then they probably came back and that's when he saw because I met them. I actually met them if I if memory serves me correctly. I met them in the area where there's that ramp that goes back towards the back side of the mall where yeah, yeah where yeah. Uh, two brighties used to be. In Nassif's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and Nassif's was right there, and, yeah. and Strawberries was right there. Yeah, and so that's that right where those those, those plants are and that ramp. I think I met him <laughs> the, right there. The fern gullies. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and that's where he told me, "You're not coming home with this game. You made a huge mistake. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but the Basham Buddies, I have way better memories. Oh, of course. Like, that was an awesome thing to own. Those would last for years, you know? They were so stained after a while and dirty. and oh, I, you know. But we played, you know, because that was a big deal. 1991, right? You know, coming off of uh, WrestleMania six and everything. And, you know, the big feud between Hogan and the, and the You're Warrior. You're not wrong, baby. You're not wrong. It was a special thing. World's colliding! Um... You know what? Why don't you talk about your thing? Because I want it to end on a game note, and that's just way too weird. <laughs> so the last thing I bought, which 
I didn't know they were going to be there until I, until they posted uh, earlier in the morning, which is uh, the archive, which they're out of uh, Bridgeport uh, slash Vinegar Syndrome, where they they're they're a retail store where they sell Blu-rays, movies, records, um, like the one-stop shop for all your needs. Um, but they also mm. take old movies that some haven't been released or were limited releases, and they'll uh, they'll put put them on Blu-ray, come out in limited edition steel books or have all this stuff. So I, I went and saw in Seymour, they have a theater and they were showing like these two like indie movies. And then they actually had some previews before. And this movie was <laughs> on their, on their preview. It's just and so it was, weird that you kind of, <clears throat> at least they do it right. Yeah. And it, the movie looks so ridiculous. I'm like this, this was <laughs> like, I, I need to know when this is coming out. But, looks, but let me tell you what they do it right. The art on that is amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they literally did everything for this because this place in Bridgeport. So yeah, so this oh, wow. this movie is called the New York Ninja. Um, so show, show the back of it too. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll put a zoom in because this is like a really nice this is a nice box. Um, so apparently this movie had never come out and all they had was the the, the negative film reel. And they had to, I suppose they had to piece it together. It actually, they did a great job because so, I saw the trailer. It looks yeah, really good. They had to piece it together and pretty much make a storyline from it too because it had never been finished. It seems um, like the voices match the faces a little bit though. Like there's, yeah. some, you know, like. And so they had, yeah, and they had to dub over uh, all the voices for it. So, I mean, they put a lot of work into this. Um, I mean, this, this it's cover a passion art, project. Yeah, this cover art is great. It comes in a, like a magnetic folding box. The Blu ray I haven't taken out. It's got a, a nice little, uh, I think it's like a little making of booklet and then i also got that's like a that's like a coffee table piece right there and i also got the sweet new york ninja uh movie poster they should make t-shirts of that yeah they should I, make t-shirts of i that. heart new york ninja there's something holding us down it's that damn ninja <laughs> um so it's gonna it's gonna be one of those so so bad it's it's good movies can you put the trailer in this like can you <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Would it be copyrighted for? I mean, I, I could put like a clip of it. Probably that. that yeah. No part. I don't know. If you can go go on YouTube and just and look up New York Ninja trailer, it's it's amazing. It's everything you want in a movie called New York Ninja. <laughs> it's one of those. It's so bad that it's great. Yeah, but man, this this art is awesome. I mean, you know, it's, it is money well spent because it's it's a limited release. You know, I felt like I got my money's worth with it because they put a lot of time and effort into it. But think about it too. Like five years ago. You probably wouldn't buy that because you'd be so focused on the games that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. That's what it, where well, you wouldn't spend thirty five dollars on that. Well, but now it's, it gives, it opens up. Yeah, because this was all, this was the last thing I bought, and I was like, well, if I don't if I don't spend a lot during the day, then this is something I'll, I'll grab at the end of the show, right. and that's what I did. You know, right? I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, I I had an opportunity to buy um, Virtua Cop two in the in the big box with the gun. And all the uh, all the accoutrements, and um, it, she wanted 120 bucks for it, which is not a bad price. But I said, you know what? Let me see if I can just get a bunch of other stuff instead. And I was able to do that, and um, I'm happier for yeah, it. Even though, even though as much of a Saturn head as I am, and I want to get like everything for it, you know, it was kind of nice to diversify my uh, my purchases a little bit. What were you gonna say? I was saying there was there was one thing I was looking at that I almost thought about getting was uh, What's that? a guy had the uh, Atari Lynx. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! In box, it was like mint in the plastic with all the inserts and everything. I wanted two ten for it. I mean, it was it's it's nice, but I was like, 
I don't know how much you, how much are you gonna get out of that? No, I know it's just something you know. It's a want. It's a want. It's a want. <laughs> well, I saw somebody had a complete in box Resident Evil two for sixty four as well. I don't know if you if you saw that. Yeah, it was like that's you know it's like a hundred something. He wanted one hundred and forty for yeah. it. So that's that's that, that's a lot of coin to put down again, again. On one hundred and forty for one game. That would you yeah. play through that? <laughs> I, 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 appre- say, I appreciate you being honest about it. I want to say yes. <laughs> you know, it, it'll it, take me seven years, but you know, I'll get there. Just gotta use a guide. That's all. Yeah. You know. All right. Uh, get to the last game, which is not you know crazy. Speaking but, of New York ninjas. Speaking of New York ninjas, I don't know why. Maybe dragons have something to do with ninjas, but uh, so my my again my buddy Andrew was there. I haven't seen him in a long time, so it was good to catch up. And he had this game, which I've been looking for. This was actually one of the remaining ones on my list that I wanted. It's a a Sega CD game, which is always appreciated. I love it. You know, um, again, look out look out for the Sega CD, man. Love the Sega CD. And so I would call this game, and I describe I was describing this at the show, kind of like a poor man snatcher. And when I say poor man snatcher, I just mean it doesn't cost <laughs> no, as much. No as disrespect, because it's actually a really good story and um, plays very very similarly. And that's uh, that's Rise of the Dragon, which we've talked about on this show before, because I think you you got it in a previous uh, episode. <clears throat> yeah, that was one I had to piece together. Yep, because he had the just the case there. It, was the at, case, it was at but, the expo too but it was no but you had no disc so you had to get the disc yeah i think i got it for i think the case was 15 and then you got the game for like 15 or something like yeah. that 10 or 15 yeah so you know andrew had it for 40 I, he gave it to me for 30 and um you know so that was appreciated but it's complete in box it even comes with a foam and uh it's an ma17 rated game that was one is, of the that was one of the first games I had on. I remember buying it at KB for like 20 bucks. It's a great game. Again, another game you want to use a guide for, but it's really interesting because the whole game is like this, um, you know, sort of a third person or first person adventure game Yeah, point, where, where there's point stills. There's, yeah. yeah, it's like a point and click, you know, stills type of a game. But um, then the last scene or the last like uh, stretch of the game is a is a side scrolling action game. Yeah, I never, where you're, you're running never got through. that far. And uh, so I, I have cleared this game before, but oh, you have, yeah, yeah. But I, I followed a guide. You know, how'd, I, how'd, how'd you play it? I owned it. Oh, you did. I owned it back. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. Um. Don't ask me how. I don't remember. Uh, what you owned and what you didn't own throughout the like the early two thousands <clears throat> is kind of a. It's tough to remember because back then we didn't value the games as much as we did yeah. ten years after that. So there were times where you'd own things and you'd get rid of things and then you'd buy things and it wouldn't oh, it wasn't a big deal. Yep. And now it now it is. So you you know over the last ten years I could tell you pretty much everything that I've done. But you know that that two thousands era was uh, was was kind of uh, hard to remember. So either way, it, it's a it was a great you know game to play. Even with a guide, it was just fun to see the the you know the action play out in the game. And they did a really good job with it. So yeah, know, I, is, I had I had I had that and like Jurassic Park at the same time, and they're like similar gameplay, like the point and click. Oh, yeah. yeah. How is that Jurassic Park? For I love. I mean, well, I mean, going back to when I had it, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a it's a solid playthrough. So it's funny because this is made by Dynamics and that or Dynamics and that they're a part of Sierra. So this is a Sierra game. Yeah, I think they made. So I mean, think think Will- like King's uh, Quest and think like Space Quest, Police Quest. I think and, they did and those uh, kinds of games. Willie Beamish too. I think that's dyna- Dynamics. I okay. could be wrong, but I think so. Yep. So I mean, Sierra Which does does adventure games well. 
Yeah, which is another like point and click game. Yeah. Really beamish. So if if you guys haven't played this game, if if you like the idea of owning a game like Snatcher, but you don't want to spend a thousand dollars or whatever that costs, go for Rise of the Dragon because I think you're going to have a similar experience and really really enjoy it and not have to plunk down that much money and you can own an official copy. So look out for Rise of the Dragon, and um, you know I think that you know it was a pretty solid solid day. You know I mean it, I, I feel I feel like I got more than. A, more than I thought. By the time we sat down for lunch, I had two games: Winged Warriors and <laughs> Spider-Man One. That was all I had. And then, uh, you know, towards the end of the day, we were able to make some deals, which was really nice, and get some stuff. But, you know, it was just great to be back. Just great to be back in a, in a setting where you get to be with, the, you know, the people that are like-minded and 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 into the same stuff that you are, and be able to mix in and and just have fun. You know, doing what we're li- do, supposed to do, which is to live and, and enjoy. So. Uh, any last thoughts, Trent, on the show? That was my thought. Awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I'm already looking forward to next year. And, and Syracuse, the, uh, they're, retro, they're, retro. They're, uh, they're coming back. Yeah, retro game con. Yeah, I think they're doing it a little bit earlier. I think it's September. That'd be next, nice next year. Yep. Sal, you want to go to Syracuse next year for the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Sounds good. Well. Uh, so just a, a little bit of housekeeping, guys. So we we are going to be recording our Twisted Metal episode next, which we've been talking about for, it seems like, a few months. Um, hopefully we'll have a guest on that, actually, um, which would be nice. And then... Oh, we will? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get Ryan on the show, because Ryan's a, a PS1 head. Oh, ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep, Ryan from uh, Retro Games Plus. We're going to try to get Ryan on here if we can. And, um, you know, we're, nice. we're taking suggestions for our Christmas episode because we're, we're early enough where we probably can pin, can uh, take some suggestions from you guys. So if there's a if there is a Christmas themed game that you'd want us to cover, we'll, we'll try to make sure that it's a game that uh, that we've played or, you know, a game that came out during the holiday season that you think would be a good one to cover or has some sort of snow level. <laughs> <laughs> um, feel Ice free to. If, huh? Ice Age. For yeah, yeah, Ice Age, exactly. <laughs> Happy Feet. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, that's a good that's a good Christmas game. So, um, if you guys have a suggestion, please feel free to make it, and we'll see if we can we can fit it into that episode. We'll take any suggestion at this point. We will. So uh, first suggestion wins. <laughs> with that being said, we hope you guys are having a splendid day. Remember that all good things come from above, and be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, Trenton, as always, Salvatore. Keep it turbo.